Hello, heroes. The Dracula dossier Kickstarter is starting up today. Since Kenneth Height was nice enough to drop by the program and run a game for us, I'm reminding all of you today. And I'm going to release a tiny bonus episode where Ken explains the rules to Knight's Black Agent. The Dracula dossier series will start up on Monday. Also, be sure to catch a new campaign on Wednesday and critical success on Thursday. And now, let's get to the bonus content. Um, okay, if you guys look at your character sheets, those of you who are not familiar, or even those of you who are, you will see that your skills are in three columns, right? Uh, on the left-hand side, the left two columns, the academic, interpersonal, and technical abilities, those are all under the broad rubric of investigative abilities. And investigative abilities always work. If you have even one point in them... Even if you've spent that point in the course of the game, you still have that ability, and you will if the clue is a core clue, meaning if it is obvious, meaning if it is necessary to move the story along, meaning if I just really want you to know it, it's free. And so all you have to do is say, hey, I've got negotiation. I'm going to try and talk this guy out of whatever, right? And so we'll do a little role-playing towards a success that you know you're going to get. If you spend one of those points, that gives you bonus material. That gives you more details. That gives you stuff that may not uh, move the game along any faster, but when you do move to that next scene, you may be better prepared for it, or you may have more information. So basically, those act as resources for your, you know, for extra information that you can get or extra uh, cooperation in the case of investigative skill or interpersonal skills uh, during play. So... Uh, again, there's not a lot of those points. If you look, there's, you know, one and twos, but even a one is a really big bonus and two, uh, lets you can spend two, two ones. You can spend a two point and get, you know, ideally something really, really helpful. Now, on the right hand side, general abilities, those also work by spending. Uh, you can always use a general ability that you have any ratings in. And if you don't spend, all you're doing is you're rolling. One single die six against a target number. The target number is if I don't say something else. If it's an av- if it's a test not of average difficulty but of average difficulty for Jason Bourne, it's a four, <laughs> right? That's that's your target number. So you have fifty percent chance of success with all of these skills that you have ratings in at all times. Now, if you want more success, if you want to up your chances, you spend points out of that pool uh, to increase your roll on the die. So if you say, well, I really want to shoot this guy, I'm going to spend two points out of shooting, then you're going to add it to the die, and that means that unless you roll a one, you're guaranteed to hit, right? If it's a four uh, target. And people who are, you'll note that your hit threshold down there at the bottom is either three or four, and that depends on your athletics. That's basically just if you are um, uh, apt enough to move around the battle space uh, uh, well, then your hit threshold will be four. If you are just a, you know, desk guy or an analyst or someone who is not supposed to be out here getting shot, your hit threshold is three. Mm-hmm. And so that's what a lot of your mooks and thugs will have their hit, hit thresholds as three because they are not actually trained to be in a battle space. Uh, badass guys have four. Supernatural badass guys may be even higher. And that is, of course, the problem when it comes to vampire hunting. Um, <laughs> Uh, it, uh, refreshes. Uh, it doesn't usually come up, and it's certainly with a single scenario, it's not going to. Investigative abilities never refresh. Um, there is, if you will note somewhere in this pile of stuff, 
yeah, rules about refreshes. Here a second ago. Yeah. My sheet's just the ability okay. description. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, general abilities, you can refresh uh, some of these uh, athletics, uh, driving, hand-to-hand weapons, or shooting with a special option, which has a different name in each case, but as always, you narrate something awesome. You provide awesomeness to the game. You say, uh, I'm going to um, uh, field strip my Glock uh, and load the, the and hand load the, uh, the, the ammunition um, in the in the way that my old instructor at the regiment taught me, and something that that makes you seem more badass or makes the, the the game seem more like a spy movie, that lets you refresh three points and four points if it's really good. And so that's like a one time thing you can do during the session if you've like I've shot myself out and I suspect there are more vampires. <laughs> give us a, give us a little techno thriller monologue. You'll right. reload a little bit. Um, after an hour in a haven, which is a safe place where you can't be hunted by bad guys, you can fully refresh any three general abilities. And that's just, we're going to go to ground, we're going to reload, we're going to, you know, get our head head on straight, you know, let the combat adrenaline get out of our system. That lets you fully refresh three abilities. Usually, firearms is one of those. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, firearms, weapons, hand-to-hand. Not that I'm going to tell you how to run your life, but that, those are good ones. Um, What's network do? Network. I'm glad you asked. Uh, network is your pre-existing network when of contacts. And your, um, uh, you take those points and you assign a number of them set by you to the contact that you have invented. And you invent those in play and they retroactively are guys. No, don't worry. I know an arms dealer in Belgrade. Right. He'll hook us up. <laughs> and then you give that arms dealer a number of, of those unrefreshable network points. Cool. And then if he's got to do something like get you arms, he rolls his die, spends his points. Got it. Right? So what you're doing is you're creating uh, little um, focused guys who sadly are not long for this world. Because if, once they're spent down, um, they're probably going to get eaten. Because they've been <laughs> yeah. out there doing things for you and drawing attention to themselves. And, you know, being right. tortured to death by Serbian mobsters is probably the upside of what could happen in this game. But um, if you keep spent putting points into them to keep them alive, then that's good. But, again, in a one-shot, it's not usually going to come up. Uh, c- cover operates in a similar fashion. That's your ability to have ID that lets you go into a place. It's like when Jason Bourne has that giant pile of passports. Mm-hmm. That's his cover pool right there. And so if you say... Uh, no, I'm with uh, Medicine Sans Frontier. We're looking into this uh, rare blood disease because you want to get into the hospital. That is a cover role. And you say, I'm putting so many points of my cover into my MSF identity. And we roll against that if someone challenges you or someone researches your cover on the, on the Internet or whatever. And that's just how much does your cover stand up. Cool. But usually, I mean, unless it's like a, you know, NATO military facility, getting in is just a matter of saying, I belong here. And if it's a hospital... <laughs> If you've got medicine, you could say, I'm spending a point of medicine to know the doctor on shift and say, hey, you remember me from that conference in Basel. And he's like, oh, yeah, go on in. Look at all the dead guys you want or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. And medicine there is an investigative ability. Uh, uh, diagnosis or? is an investigative ability. Cool. Me- uh, medic, medic is okay, your cool. um, healing people, but you could, got it. if you would rather use that, you can do that. The general rule in Gumshoe, and certainly in Knights Black Agents, is because your characters are, by definition, badass you have a lot of roads to any given solution. And so if you are trying to figure out a, a, a weird uh, inscription, you might say, I'm going to use archaeology, I'm going to use history, 
I'm going to use art history. I'm going to use any number of languages. I'm going to use any number of possible things. Occult studies. All of it is going to probably get you what the weird inscription is. And then the way you get it is going to be flavored by what ability you used. Uh, Human terrain. Human terrain. Human terrain is one of the most beautiful things that I found when I was researching the book. That is the U.S. Army's official uh, catchphrase for that part of the battle space that is not physical terrain. So if you have to know which mosque is the important mosque and who is the local leader and who's mad at who and what the vendettas are like and should you be eating with your left hand in public, that's all human terrain. Because in counterinsurgency, according to General Petraeus, you have to master both the human and the physical terrain or else you're going to lose. And, of course, all of, you know, military science is about mastering physical terrain. And so human terrain is a genuine, honest-to-God, U.S. Army buzzword which could not have come at a better time. Yeah. As I was trying to figure out what to name all the social studies skills in uh, Nice Black Agents. Um, and then military science is the rest of that, right? Military science is, is both tactics and also recognizing what army a guy trained with and dealing with military men cool. uh, on a professional basis. A lot of these abilities are summarized in the ability summary list, which I think yeah, I gave. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. But I'm happy to answer any yeah, questions because obviously it gives you... More information. Anytime I see a stat that's shown up in no other game before, I like to uh, hear. No, absolutely. Um, so that's really all the rules that you need. Um, the damages uh, for your weapons are generally going to be plus one, because you're generally going to be firing 9mm or larger pistols, or mm-hmm. a rifle that is a higher caliber weapon. Uh, the only melee weapon that does plus one is usually something that's either just insanely overkill, uh, or is... Literally a machine designed for killing like a sword. Right. Anything, you know, you hit them with a nightstick or whatever, that's going to be like plus zero or minus one, depending on how uh, butch the, the the weapon is. But And hand, or hand-to-hand is... Hand-to-hand is, is minus two is your standard damage, but again, okay. you can do called shots. There should be a table in there to do yeah, extra damage. Yeah. Uh, that makes it harder, but on the other hand, you're hitting the guy in the soft and vital, and so therefore they take more damage. All right, I think... I think I've got what I need to uh, start playing. What about everyone else? Um, what is stability? Stability is basically your mental hit points. Okay. It is like sanity in Call of Cthulhu, but since we are not dealing with revelations that uh, shape and uh, define the universe, we're just dealing with, oh my god, that guy is up and walking around and he doesn't have a head, <laughs> then it's the same sort of function as, as sanity in that you have to uh, make stability tests if you have a shock to your mental stability. Um, once you are below zero, you start having mechanical uh, penalties for mm-hmm. not actually being able to connect with the world. You have to start spending for investigative tests and things like that. Uh, um, similarly, if you get below zero on your uh, health, then you are, you know, physically weaker and have problems. The plus four and plus six in the margins, do we have extra points to spend? Those are your extra points. Right. Uh, those are leftover points after I built the characters <laughs> it, so that you can customize your character or if during the game you're like, oh god, I really wish I had more preparedness. Now you have more preparedness up yeah, to your maybe plus I'll four. Or plus. So we can do that on the fly in the game? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Um, again, the notion of this scenario is that it's sort of replicating people who've gotten at least a little way into the dossier and have discovered um, you know, enough information to move forward. So I didn't want to uh, pin you guys down and letting you assign stuff in play. I mean, you can do that in 
regular nice black agents, you know, you just save your build points and then assign them in play. So it's mm-hmm. it's the same basic principle. But I I think that the gameplay is always better, especially at conventions or in one shots like this, if the players get a little more flexibility. Mm-hmm. And again, I, like I spent eight years running Call of Cthulhu, so I literally don't believe that players can be overbalanced in a game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've, it's very hard for me to believe that in Knights Black Agents, too. <laughs> oh, no. All right, another vampire shows up. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, that was easy. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed that little peek into Knights Black Agent. We'll have our full playthrough run by Kenneth Height starting up on Monday. If you like OneShot, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG, look for our community on Google+, like us on Facebook, or leave us a rating and review on iTunes. See you Monday, heroes.